Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G-Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the plays you shouldn't have missed. What's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar. We're your host. I'm T.A. And this is G-Money. And we are brought to you by ATB Media Network. And ladies and gentlemen, you know we are absolutely fired up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the playoffs. There have been some unbelievable games all week, and I can't wait to talk about them. It's been all the rage, uh, and we are coming to you. Has it been all the rage? Oh, yes, without a doubt, especially playoffs, <laughs> playoffs, especially with the debacle that took place in uh, with the Cowboys. But before we get there, let me make sure, ladies and gentlemen, please, I need you to even at this stage of the season, I need you to like, I need you to download, I need you to subscribe, and welcome to all of our new people that are joining us, all of our, our, our new viewers, all oh, of our new watchers. They're going to get a good one today because, like we said, playoffs, we're about to get a cracker today because it was a hell of a game. Oh, man. And, and real quick, what are you drinking on? You drinking on your... Uh, you know what? I, I'm being rock steady. You know, I almost feel like Shieldag needs to get me some money because I'm, I'm a... I'm a now I'm on the show. <laughs> show dad, you hear that? Single. We coming for you. We need that sponsorship. All right, you're giving me, you're getting me to the, my place, my happy place. So <laughs> thank you. So you drinking that show dad uh, single malt, and I'm over here drinking uh, domains, domains, however you say this it. French. I know. And it's Close a cognac, enough. and it goes down good. And obviously, as y'all been seeing. It gets me nice and full. Mm-hmm. So, kumsa. <laughs> so with that being said, let's talk about who got a kumsi kumsa off the head, on top of the head this week, and that is um the the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Oh, that's that's man. that's the big game. That's what Oof. everybody's talking about here on, on, on this Monday. All day in sports media is all about how uh, McCarthy and Dak. Gave up the behind. Again. Again, as always, having great phenomenal regular seasons and then giving it up in the playoffs and losing to uh, the seventh seed. Uh, Packers, Packers, excuse me. Yeah. And, you know, that is the first seventh seed since we went to this format that that has actually won yeah. their playoff game. So so this is, you know, a big event. But 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 let's talk about that the, the Cowboys. Um, and the big question is, do you break them up? Do you sit over here and fire McCarthy? Do you sit over here and possibly get rid of Dak because his uh, his extension is, is due up or, you know, he, he's going into the last year and um, they're going to probably want to re-sign him if he's going to remain right. with the team. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, do we you keep know, this I, all together? As much as I root for... Uh, just by our hue, right? Us being African Americans, I generally tried to root for the black quarterback because, you know, I remember the days where they didn't always say Warren Moon was good enough and so on and so forth. But we, you know, we're in a new day, 2023. Well, you're talking about when did, um, when, when did our man, um, um, Jackson come into the league? Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, Bill Polian was trying to make him into a wide receiver, you talking about what? Just a couple years ago? <laughs> well, just a couple years ago, they didn't want us to be quarterbacks. I, I, but go I, ahead. I, I, I know your point. But we've, we've proven that we can win at the highest level and that, and so that, that narrative is kind of come and gone, yada, yada. However, <laughs> Dak Prescott is proving that he is a choke artist in the biggest game. I mean, it can't get no more ideally set up for a person than you have a home game and you've basically lost maybe one or two games the entire season 
in your building. No, no, no. They haven't lost in two years in that building. They're averaging 40 points a game okay. this season in that building. And yet, and they played against one of the defenses that, that, that weaker quarterbacks were having season best games against just a few weeks ago. Right. So, um, was it disconcerting? Unequivocally. Um, but Dak had a hell of a season. He did. And so. Do you think it was a pure choke job? Um, yes. I think it was, uh, it, it's, there's two things at play. One, I think that they've just proven that their head coach, who was also their pseudo uh, offensive coordinator, was not prepared for what is an obvious event. A team that basically can focus, hone in on everything that you do well. Real quick, let's not forget this head coach. That was the last team that he was a head coach of before. Right. So you would think that it would mean something that he wouldn't allow himself, it, that he would not allow himself to come in with a deficiency, not crossing every T and dotting every I, every single I to ensure that he won this game. Well, yeah, it, 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 it basically proved the ineptitude of the creativity or lack thereof of your head coach because you know, he basically came out with a regular season format in a playoff game when a team doesn't have to worry about who they're going to play the next week and the next week. They're just honing in a thousand percent on you and your tendencies. And he didn't have any contingency plans associated. Now, I will also where I'm going to give an indictment on Dak is Dak has a reputation for throwing interceptions in big games. And it is proven it has been the majority of his career to where he has been the guy who wets the bed in the big games. Right. And he did it again. So what I find even more fascinating is that regardless of the scheme or the format, there were instances where he could have given it to the tight end or another guy or the slot receiver and so on and so forth. But he would be fixated on his number one receiver, knowing or should have known that they, the the op- your opposition is also focused in on him, and you're delivering the ball, and you end up getting picked not once but twice, and then before you knew it, they were in the hole, and and it was just like. This is what the Cowboys do again and again. And if you're the leader of the, the, the team and the franchise and you're the guy who ultimately is, has the responsibility for pulling the string to deliver the passes and you keep doing this and you did this at home right. and you guys have been tortured for Basically, now going on damn near 30 years mm-hmm. and you can't deliver in the most uh, advantageous environment possible, then I got to question whether or not I should give you the money. Well, I really got to question you. Well, well, a couple of things I want to dive into. One, we got to remember for whatever reason, Dak and CD weren't seeing eye to eye. They weren't on the same page early. And so McCarthy kept on calling up plays to kind of try to get CD going. At the end of the day is 
we, we saw a coach that, that wanted to get his number one receiver involved, didn't mm-hmm. want, didn't feel that he could win the game without that number one receiver uh, feeling good. And there were some contentious, contentious moments on the sideline. So I believe that was a reasoning why he was kind of lasered in and focused on them, uh, on, on, on CD specifically. But you got to remember, he got his tight end two touchdowns yesterday. Um, uh, I and, think he got three, actually. No, no, he only got two. Uh, Ferguson? Ferguson got two touchdowns. Oh, I played okay. him in DFS, okay. and I had a good week. Okay. <laughs> Thankful to him. So Ferguson had his two touchdowns, and Pollard didn't have a great game, but a running back can't have a great game in that type of game script when they're far behind, uh, far behind. But he got a touchdown, and uh, Cooks or Gallup, one of, one of the other wide receivers got a touchdown, but neither of them had a great game. Cooks had a decent game. Um, but – Nothing was flowing like it normally flows. Like, again, they normally score 40 points plus. Now, they got to 35, but most of those were empty calorie points in the last six yeah. minutes. Right. Or, 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 or empty calorie points and a lot of empty calorie yeah, long they, they, were, they were losing. So, yeah, mm. so, but it was very uh, typical of, unfortunately, very typical of Dak. Dak uh, chokes in the high leverage moments, and then when the game is out of reach, yeah, he tries to muster up because you're basically playing prevent defense where uh, they're, they're just saying, I'm going to give you the middle of the field. I'm going to give you crossing routes. And yeah, he got some yardage and, and a, and a couple scores, but it was, the game was already out of reach at that point. But when you talk about not paying Dak, so do you really want to go into that abyss, that desert of not having a true franchise quarterback. That's why Jerry Jones is crying because he does not want to do He's that. He's caught between a rock and a hard place and the, and Dallas is never so bad to where they can get a, a top-end quarterback. You understand what I'm saying? They're yeah. always picking either to the right. middle the on draft. a bad year, on a horrible year, to towards the bottom of the first round. So they're never really in position right. to get a, a, a high-end quarterback unless he sits over and says, I'm going to bring in old boy from San Francisco. Yeah. Well, you know what? Overall, the Cowboys... Um, they scream mediocrity, but because they beat up on losing teams and they can never beat the good teams. So, but that has nothing to do with that. You tell me if Belichick was there, the same thing would take place. Well, I I would probably say or Harbaugh. That's, a, that's probably like a fifty fifty proposition. But seeing at this point, it's in Dak's career. I got to say that some of this is is Dak because regardless of the schemes, you know what. They could even be the most simplistic, basic schemes in the world. Dak finds a way to not see what is going on on the field and throws interceptions. What happens is you can allow Dak to carry the team against bad teams. You have to take the ball out of his hand and not um, put that, that, that type of emphasis on his shoulders when you're playing good teams or in high leverage situations like a playoff game. Mm-hmm. But but at the end of the day is McCarthy was a weak, mediocre, average coach uh, uh, with the Packers. I, I uh, to, uh, a, a, good, a good regular season coach, a mediocre to, to, to bad postseason coach, and he's brought those same traits over to the, to the Cowboys. I do believe if you got to remember the past two coaches, you have him and then you have old boy that's on NBC right now. They were both wet paper towels. You understand what wet paper bags. And so my point is, is that n- neither of those two coaches are going to galvanize strength 
are going to sit over here and infuse the team um, with a belief that they're going to win no matter what in, in the most highly leveraged uh, positions. And this team is still uh, uh, it's not a mediocre team. It's a very good team that they've put together. And then it, it, the, with a very good team mm-hmm. and, a, and a slightly above average quarterback, all they need is a superior um, leader to lead them to the promised land. I, I, now, that I, could be Tomlin. That could be Harbaugh. That could be Belichick. I, 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 Tomlin be, should not even be a, a candidate. Right. Uh, no, no. Uh, we're we're going to talk a little bit about that. But what I'm saying is, is that – Quality that uh, coach cut from that ilk, that right, type yeah. of like that's what you need. You need a leader that's hard nosed. All the, the the last two uh, coaches that they've had have been soft. Mm. So when your leader is soft, uh, you, your team is a reflection of your leader. They're going to mirror their leader. So if you have soft sure. leadership, you're going to have a soft team when it, when the rubber meets the road. Yeah, you look success is in in in, in its in most inherent way is. It is preparation meeting opportunity. Mm-hmm. And what we saw is that the Cowboys were ill-prepared. Again, Again, they were ill-prepared. They did not have a contingency and plan. And that's coaching. Yeah. They did not have a contingency plan for uh, scenario B, C, and D. They didn't. And at the end of the day, you know who really let them down was their defense and their defensive coordinator. They lost that game in large part because their defense – couldn't stop the run, and it was obvious, and they didn't figure out. Oh, oh, what oh, to oh, do. Oh, only, only, only in this in this world can an individual like Dan Quinn lose like he did solely. Almost, almost, uh, 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 almost a majority of the blame can go to him, and he's about to get a promotion, and get a head coaching job. <laughs> it's so amazing how, how things like that work. Right. But, but, but I still am a fan of Dan Quinn, and I don't think one bad game um, constitutes that he shouldn't be given another opportunity to be a head coach again. Um, but the new team that acquires him should expect the same thing to happen uh, for that team. Um, in, in these high leverage situations. But, but again, in this particular year where you have so many high end, um, um, qualified coaches mm-hmm. that are available, um, they have to sit over here and be smart, eat, uh, McCarthy's last couple of years of their, um, uh, of his contract and go get a monster to go in there. Because it feels like a Belichick likelihood or, or I, I don't were, know. It's not likelihood because Belichick's not going to deal with Jerry Jones going on here talking crazy. Yeah. You understand? So it might not be, it might be Harbaugh. It might be Harbaugh, but, but e- either coach is, or it might not, be Vabel, Rabel. I can Vabel. see Rabel yeah, too. It, all of those are on the table mm-hmm. to your point. The thing that you just realize is, is that, Jerry Jones needs to reassess um, his involvement because most of the coaches, the, the certainly the coaches we just named two seconds ago, all of them do not want their owner slash GM to kind of like be in the the limelight, the, bumping their guns, and, and, and being mm-hmm. in the decision making process when we're talking about. Player personnel. Well, we can't we can't say that because he's been in that to build this team, and this is a rock solid team. They're literally one real good complimentary wide receiver to go along with CD. Maybe another offensive lineman to help um, ease the aging process of their existing offensive lineman, and, and, and another uh, uh, 
uh, two or three good linebackers. Yeah, but do, do you? And you can pick all that up in a draft. And a, and a running back. You just gave me a laundry list. They, they have six, seven picks, and it's not hard to get a, a running back that's going to go sit over here, run through a brick wall in the seventh round, to find linebackers in the in the fifth and sixth round. This, you know. So what I'm saying is, is the the parts that they need. They can get in their existing format right now. Season. And then so all you into into one draft. And then so all you need is a head coach that is a leader of men. Um Garrett, Jason Garrett and, and uh, McCarthy are both wet blankets. Okay, so at the, the end PP that blanket. Jerry Jones wants leaders, wants coaches that that are gonna be bow down to him. He he's always gone to a weaker coach, so he can still remain the man at sure. this advanced stage in life. Either you want to win, or you still want to be the man. You're gonna have to pick one because you've only won with with real with real motherfuckers. Um, um, uh, Jimmy Johnson, and then Switzer. After that, these were real men. These weren't no softies, right? So, but he he fired those real men too. Yes, so he's going to, have to make a choice. The, the, the simple truth is. You know what? He's still trying to recreate what he had in the '90s and what he now. He, being Jerry Jones, needs to realize is is that if I have to pull back from the the my hand in my involvement in order to uh, uh, allow uh, a successful coach or and or GM to flourish to give me my bottom line because now I'm in my 80s and I've made the, so much money with the Cowboys but this is all about me winning a Super Bowl before I die before I let's die do it. then he needs to do that and you know what you know what it's not systematic of the team it's systematic of this owner because his son that wouldn't we wouldn't have these problems if he was gone and someone was running it? Mm. It would be an easy choice. It would have happened immediately. But he loves that glory. Of course, he, he does. loves that glory. And so, you know, the reality is, is he's going to have to do a checkup for the neck up and say, "What's more important to me? Do I want that one last win before I get up out of here? Right? Or do I want to sit over here and continue to be in front of the cameras and, and be a pseudo celebrity?" So, before we drop off of this topic, because we got to get to the Packers, we do. We, I want to. I want to talk about the Packers because I, this topic being uh, this this game, mm -hmm. I want to talk about the Packers. Because I really do think that love um, coming out party. It, it was. It was. I'm here to perfect. stay. It was a perfect game that he performed. Now he played into the or let's say Lafleur played into the strengths of his team. He understood that. Guess what? I've got uh, a running back here who is from Texas. Who uh, you know. Is was wanted to be a cowboy and who always likes to give the business to the cowboys. Mm -hmm. And I just work them. And guess what? The cowboys don't do well. They don't handle the run well. And I exploited the hell out of that. And then I had a quarterback who is unproven. But guess what? We, we he delivered. He's well, now he's proven now. Yes, but he. Through the course of the he season. He came into the season unproven. Yeah. And he didn't start off gangbusters. He had to build to it. But we also yeah. got to remember is this man didn't play for four years. Yeah, yeah. So, of he, course, he was, was going to come back rusty. Right. He was holding a clipboard. So, just like Deshaun Watson, and they talk about Deshaun Watson not playing for two years and he's coming back rusty. He came in. Mm -hmm. He was rusty. He had to get acclimated to the speed of the game. But about halfway through, after game eight, he's been. 
mm-hmm. a, a straight up monster. Look, my man, my man Jones. I think he had like two or three. He touchdowns. had three touchdowns. So through, through, well, not in the game. I mean, through the course of the regular season. I think what was being emphasized is the fact that he had three touchdowns. But, but well, he was in this game. But he, right, but he was <laughs> hurt most of the season. Yeah, you know, sure. he, he was out multiple times during the season, and he didn't have a great season. But when you had uh, their the, the, the second running back out. It was it was all just for him, and again, yeah. like you said, the Cowboys don't stop the run very well. We saw uh, that being exploited made. by the Bills. It was tailor made, and you had a quarterback. I mean, excuse me, a coach that was smart enough that I got a young quarterback. Let's establish the run early, which is going to open up the passing. And even though we have a, a quarterback that this is his very first playoff game and a tremendous amount of pressure on his shoulders, remember they signed him. They were playing with house money anyway they were, because well, everybody wanted to take. The, the Cowboys. Nobody team. expected the Packers to even be in the playoffs. They expected sure. this was going to be a transitional, transitional year. Nobody, um, really looked at Jordan Love as if he was right. definitely the one. They looked at it as hopefully, maybe, possibly, but not definitely he's the one, even going into this game. Mm-hmm. But when you have a, a, a perfect, uh, a, a perfect passer rating, mm-hmm. um, after this game, Throwing three touchdowns, no interceptions, um, just under 300 yards, mm-hmm. uh, in passing along with having three rushing touchdowns, which shows you how, you know, or three touchdowns by the running back, one of them being a passing mm-hmm, touchdown mm-hmm, from, mm-hmm. from Jordan Love, but the two rushing touchdowns and scoring 45 points against one of the very best defenses in the NFL. Statistically. Statistically yeah, speaking, but, yeah, but they exploited their job. weakness. And, it, and, and so all like, only thing you can say is, is like, go Packers go, because it was like, they, it was, it was a perfect game plan and they executed it flawlessly. But you know, momentum's um, a mug. And, you know, the Packers are going to play San Francisco next week. They are. And, and you know what? I don't think it's absolutely insane that the Packers might possibly mess around and win that game if they, they get up early. If they get up early, because you know, Purdy, you know. That, that, I know that, you that, love that, these. No, what I know <laughs> is. <laughs> now, now, what I know is. is that's that not a team that's built to come. No, no. That, that's, no, I don't actually say it's nothing to do with Purdy. I think any quarterback that was in that system, that system's not set up for, for, for the team to come back from behind. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, just no matter what, I think if San Francisco falls behind, they're never great at catching back up. So, um, just that offense isn't set up like mm-hmm. that. They're, they're set up to lead from ahead. So if that defense can come in and play and hold the reins for the first couple of quarters right. and allow Jordan Love to get acclimated into the game, mm-hmm. work out his nervousness because he's going to be nervous at the beginning of this uh, the second round just like he was at the beginning of the first round and just allow them to stay in the game and possibly take a quick lead right before half, mm-hmm. I, I, I do believe that they can actually upset I, I expect, just like I've predicted through the through this season, that the, the 49ers, are, I still believe, are going to be the representative in the Super Bowl. So I just think that with Warner on the other side and, and Bosa and all of them dudes that it's styles make fights and you guys are going to run into an actual real ready defense. Um, and they've been preparing for you almost, they, they should have been preparing for both, but I, w- I would say that they're almost disappointed if I was the 49ers, like, Oh damn, I would have loved to embarrass the, the Cowboys, but you are probably going to be a little bit more of a challenge for them. 
But when you look at the 49ers, they have, as long as they don't have injuries on offense, so you have Kittle, you still have Debo, you still got Ayuk, you have McCaffrey there. Uh, so Purdy is going to have all of his tools available to him. He's going to have his offensive line ready. That the, the, the Packers defense basically just played zone, and we're going to just hit you with our four and, and that's and, not going to work against them. And that's them. not going to work now, the, against well, them. The only thing that they have um, that they can hope for is that um, they might be a little bit rusty. You, you know when when a team, especially when they have that number one seed locked up in, the, in, in week 18, they don't play all of their people the whole game, and then you have your bye week, right. you know, in the beginning. So they sure. could come in a little bit rusty. So um, I think – that's the only thing that's that, the punch that the Packers, chance. right? That's the puncher's chance to allow the Packers, or excuse me, allow the 49ers to start off slow to keep the Packers in the game. And then, like I said, just throwing a quick late strike before the end of the half to go up. And then, so they go into the second half with the Packers going up. I think that's really their mm-hmm. only chance. But also, when you have momentum, when you have wind at your back, um, I think the Packers might have a little bit of that um, yeah, coming it, off of a big win yes. like this. Yes, so I'm you know, super excited. Um, but but let's move on to the next game, which was, you know, for me, a great game. Um, but 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 similar quarterbacks in terms of uh, the Miami Dolphins falling victim oh, to the Chiefs. And, I, and I know I know you're excited in terms of, you know, the, the, the division that, that your Raiders are in oh. being represented by the Chiefs moving forward. Into the playoffs. I'm so sick of I'm so sick of Patrick Mahomes, but you know what? He balled. He balled. Well, how could you be sick of greatness? How could you be sick of seeing watching the magic that he displayed? I'm sick of you and your disgusting diatribe of, <laughs> of glory and glow that you just vomit onto the the world with your just love for Patrick Mahomes. I'm sick of I love that. winners, man. But, but no, you know what? I, I will concede in this regard. Patrick Mahomes was prepared for that game, and he was prepared for that defense, and he said, guess what? When you can see smoke when I, when I exhale, oh, this is a perfect, this is a perfect scenario for me because – you guys from Miami ain't ready for it. And, and two are from Hawaii for damn sure not ready for it. Not ready for it. And that's what, that's what it shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, that defense for the Kansas City Chiefs, they came to play. They understood that they needed to, let's say, contain a hill. Mm-hmm. And they did it. He's obviously he scored and he's and he, he got one break up. You know what? The you need all the mother guys the, to, the, to play. The, the Dolphins. Imagine if you have a quarterback who had a strong arm, but was as accurate and as concise as two is. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tua's arm is so weak. Uh, he's constantly underthrowing those long bombs. Well, that, 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 that they have with Miami. I mean, you know, and Tyreek is just so great that he can overcompensate and work it out. Mm-hmm. But, but when you saw that noodle arm on the long, on the long passes in that cold weather, him coming from Hawaii, him yeah. never really playing, only playing about 10 games and anything below 60 degrees in his entire career including college mm-hmm. and high school. And he's lost every single one of those games. You know, the reality is, is I don't see 
This might be a, a quarterback that can get you to the playoffs every year, but this is unequivocally not a quarterback that can get you through the playoffs into the championship because inevitably in January, you're going to have to play in a cold, in a cold climate unless they're the number one team. Yeah. So the only thing, if you're going to keep Tua, you have to create a team that's so strong around him that, 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 that they're playing the in Miami one, all the that way. The number, that's the only way you have a chance of getting to the Super Bowl. Well, you know what? I don't say I don't think that you're let's say way off on that. Uh, I'm not as harsh on Tua. I just think yeah he he's a anticipatory thrower, so he throws it early in 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 windows, and he does not have an arm that will let's say carry the ball through to where he's zipping it through with any kind of weather. Where he's putting a, 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 a either zip and touch on the ball, he's he's more of a of a guy who just in warm climates can read a defense quick and get it to guys. Now he didn't look great. He was playing with a, a, a team that had a lot of injuries Waddle was there, but he wasn't there. Waddle wasn't his normal self. Okay, right? but at the end of the day, the defense is what was really depleted. The offense and the defense, the was, offense was not at a hundred percent, but all of the main characters yeah, yeah. were Chubb, there. Chubb wasn't really there. Chubb that. has been out. Um, yeah. Jalen, uh, the other pass rusher, was out. In terms of from and a defensive standpoint, yeah, but, and, and Rice had a field day. They brought in individuals uh, who were who uh, who were uh, um, pressing the quarterback, defensive ends, outside linebackers mm-hmm. that were fresh off the couch. I'm talking about been on the couch for 18 weeks. Yeah, so they, they were dead on the arrival, is what you're telling uh, me. Yes, they uh, they were dead on the arrival. That's why. So the, their season wasn't lost yesterday. On Sunday, their season was lost when in they week lost 18. To the Bills. When they lost to the Bills, when they could have sat over and won that division and had it going through Miami in far better weather. And this is why but it was a team that was depleted. So uh, they yes. get a pass. And I don't think uh, we need to panic. But I do know two is not going to ever get them to the Super Bowl. Ooh, see, ooh. and I'll say that definitively. You, you, and you say that stuff with such vigor. Yeah. I'll say it with such, my chest. Yes, with such mm-hmm. conviction. Mm-hmm. I just feel as though he needs a perfect scenario and, and what I, I really do hate your tractor trailer analogy, but <laughs> he's a but prime example. But he is. You know, you know, he's a trailer, right? He is. He's he, a trailer. He, 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 he's a, he's a Hawaiian, um, um, uh, uh, luau, Birdie. Oh, oh man! <laughs> Listen, okay, you're gonna have all of Honolulu and Maui jumping down your chest. Oh, I, love, I, I, I love Hawaii, but at the end of the day, is no. Tua doesn't have the strength. He's a smaller stature quarterback. That's really what it is. He, he's he, smaller stature. He's smaller stature. He is a weaker arm, and so at the end of the day. The, Players have limitations. Purdy yes. has his limitations the same way, being yeah. smaller. You know, it, it is interesting about quarterbacks. He's a he's a quarterback who is an anticipatory uh, with dynamic skill positions around him. He's an anticipatory thrower, but he's not a guy who's saying, "Oh, okay, let me buy time and then I'll zip it in two point three seconds." He's not fast. He's not strong. He's not big. What he is is he's intelligent. Yes, he's intelligent. He can read defenses. He can throw it in windows. But but sometimes 
You just need uh, the physicality, in, especially in yeah. weather games. You need that physicality. You need a guy who can mm-hmm. shed a shed a block and zip it and get it there in two point five seconds. And he is not that. He's not a player. So, so so you got to understand what you got to do to win. Yeah. And, you know, on the flip side, you have a quarterback who's the best who ever touched the football. Oh, this whole he's Jesus of Nazareth thing with, <laughs> hey, with Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, so you saw it on full display. You know, you, 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 he still had pass catchers dropping the ball. Uh, now, now we got uh, the tight end. What's his name? You're talking about Kelsey. Kelsey That's over he here. A couple, but he had a good game. A still. couple. Well, shit. His girl was in the stands. I hope he had a, with the special little jacket. I hope he sat over here and had a decent game. But he's still dropping passes. You still have other players on the team dropping passes. None of them are high-quality pass catchers. For, I mean, he's almost like uh, um, Tom Brady in, in the year before he left to go to Tampa Bay. Yeah, he just has what? nothing around him, but he's still elevating them to the second round of the playoffs in dominating fashion. You know what's interesting about them is that they still have the perfect mix, even with a flawed, uh, let's say, uh, imperfect receiving core. They have, as they've established that they have one potentially rice yeah, rookie right uh, yeah, young one yeah one young, young one who, who who's who's I'm about that life mm-hmm. I'm ready for and it and Kelsey's just getting old it's of a course. lot and his body is taking a toll and he came into this season injured he came into this season hurt with that hyperextension and so the reality is is that they need to find somebody to replace Kelsey they yeah. probably should have done that last year, and, and, and unfortunately, they're waiting too too long. But hopefully, they 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 do handle that this year. They need to go out in um in um free agency and get a wide receiver or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Veach uh, is going to need to sit over here and open up them pocketbooks and get this man some weapons, or he needs to get up out of here. But but you know what? The, their formula for success, especially because they're still in the game, they're still in the dance, it, it could still lead them to a Super Bowl. because what they could, have, But he has to beat the Bills. Well, the thing is, they have a good defense. They have a running game. It may not be, let's say, the most formidable running game, but they have a good running game. They have a good, decent offense. What's the running back's name again? Pacheco. Pacheco just Pacheco running angry. Just me, and it just I get fired up. I just, you of know, course, uh, it's like I expect him to throw up a gang sign Chief. every time he finishes get it, when he gets a first down. Huh. It's like he needs to throw up a gang sign. And he, he he runs so so angry. Oh my God. He, he looked like your boy from the Raiders last year. He, he, he looked like my mother. Are, are my eyes crying tears of blood right now? Because I'm so sick of hearing about this. But yeah, yes, I understand. I understand. They, 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 they won the game. They played well. Rice played well. Your congratulations. But I, I sense a little hating up in oh there. Because, because we, we have to talk about your Raiders every single week. Thankfully, they're not in the playoffs, so we don't have to talk about them this yeah. week. But you, but there's so much passion and vigor for them. But when you have an opportunity to cheer and in yeah. the postseason, for the one of the the greatest who ever touched the touched the ball, I would encourage you to be on the bandwagon for these next couple of games because it doesn't. You're still going to have to run into the Ravens. However, they do have a puncher's chance. Which see, no, 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 no. We can't look about the Ravens. We have to worry about the Bills because that game is going to be at the Bills. 
and, and Josh Allen is sitting over here. Some kind of way he went from not making – he wasn't even in the playoff picture. He wasn't even in the playoff standings on, on going into week 18 and all of a sudden popped up to the second – to the second C. So some type of uh, magical no, concoction yeah, took place, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, in, in that mix. Know. And he's a, in know, the second C. I know. But I did. Mahomes' best friend. But Look, <laughs> all I can say is, is that you're right. Okay, let me not jump the shark. The bottom line is uh, the Ravens still have to win their game because they may not be there. But oh, the Ravens as, it, as it pertains to the Bills uh, Kansas City matchup, uh, if I am a betting man, I'm probably going to bet on Mahomes over uh, Allen, even though you have it, to because Allen ain't never won nothing. Well, Allen has a tendency to want to throw picks because he's he gets really so, excited. So, 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 what did you say about Dak? Dak has a tendency to throw. He's picks. just nothing but a but a pale skin Dak. Uh oh. Contract first <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, we've seen him do some absolutely uh, egregious, uh, outrageous stuff in the playoffs. But we've I also seen him play well yes. in the playoffs and still we'll taking L because he played against the greatest player to ever touch a ball. Oh, football. A football. So, so the reality is, is that mm-hmm. this is going to be a dynamic game. I, I would, I'm not, I won't be mad. To be perfectly honest, I like Allen as a man, you know, as a person. I think he's yeah, a great and he guy. Has the physical and, and because, you know, every boy, you, you want to throw somebody a bone. You know what I'm saying? And so. Is that I, what you're doing? I wouldn't mind. I, I would be that upset if I saw him play a great game and the, and the team overall played a great game and the mm-hmm. rest didn't try to cheat like they did during the regular season game and, and with all that tomfoolery to ensure that they didn't beat, uh, 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 Josh Allen and that he just went out there and they won. I can respect that. Mm-hmm. But if I see any type of tomfoolery with the rest, if I see any oh, type you're of gonna, you're going to be a complete donkey. Oh, gonna, hey. oh my God. Hey, tune in next week because if we see some bullshit, mm. yeah, I'm going to be, know, you I'm gonna be out. I'm going to be out. Donkey well. mode. Yes. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Please believe it. But but we have an opportunity uh, set up, and we're going to talk about that game in a little bit. Um, but But we have an opportunity set up. I think the best team the the more capable team won in this first round they between did. them and and, and, and Miami. And Miami's day. not done. They're going to be right back in the mix again. And I actually believe that they're um, in a position to do um, much more next year than yeah. even the Bills are. Yeah. Because the Bills are an aging team that's starting to, to descend. And this is a younger team that's starting to ascend. So uh, they have uh, the necessary um, – Miami has the necessary older players to kind of keep the younger players, give them understanding and, and give them knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, and, when you're and in the playoffs, you learn from the playoffs. Win or loss, you learn from the playoffs. And, and, and I think that a team that is can, let's say, for the most part, keep the majority of those players together, they will be better for it. Mm-hmm. They will – be more focused mm-hmm. the next time around. Now, the, the the strange thing about um, the league is is that you know somebody could always usurp and 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 rise up and replace you. But, but everybody that's what's so has great that. about the NFL is that it can change us year over year, like we've seen with the Packers, like we've seen with the Texans that we're going to talk about shortly. Mm, but, but 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 speaking of that, you know. We, we had a, 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 a young team majority, but had some old grizzly veterans in it, and it's quarterback. 
and its wide receiver that that took on a mentorship role in Cooper Cup, um, and Aaron Donald, still the stalwart oh, of the yeah, league from a defensive game. standpoint, and a team that let me tell you, we I went and took my son to go see in, in, in their training camp, and we were walking about a training camp, and I said, this is about to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, um, you said they look so yeah they look so egregious. <laughs> In that training camp, that was early on in their training yeah. camp. But um, that's a testament to Sean McVay. Isn't it's a it? testament to their quarterback, um, who, who oh boy, isn't who, it? Who, who was at the yeah, telling of his Stafford, career? Stafford, Stafford who's at the telling of his career, and, and that team overperformed and got into the playoffs. And a lot of people actually felt that the Rams were going to beat the Lions. But it's funny when you have something to prove. When it's a and when it's a a, a, a duel at the OK Corral, mm-hmm. because you got to remember what they did to our man Golf and, and with the Rams instead of made a Super Bowl, well, ran into the Patriots, got ate up, and McVay just didn't believe in Golf and cast him off and gave up a first round just to get him off the team and to bring in uh, Stafford to the Rams, and then you have that poetic justice of. The team that yeah, golf it was used to it was drafted. Oh, the storyline was unbelievable. And golf to remain composed, um, play a rock solid game, not really making any mistakes, mm-hmm. and coming in and, and and ultimately thrashing the team that, that they gave. Or no, 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 no. Oh, that, yeah, I was going to no, no, I'm sorry. Thrashing sounds. Uh, it, it, uh, it was thrashing early. It was a thrashing early, but the Rams, because of McVay, because of Stafford, uh, because of Puka, uh, came back and made it into a very close game. And, yeah. and ultimately, uh, the Lions only won by one. But and, being their first, uh, first home playoff wins yes. in 30 years, yes. it was exciting to see. I, I, I agree. It was exciting to see. Um, we all know that the controversy, the, the what do you call it, the, the elephant in the room, is there was a PI on Puka <laughs> that was not called, and but I saw PIs on the Rams that uh, weren't called as well. Yeah, but 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 it was the end of the game. The the rainbow uh, <laughs> credit that we're gonna give is simply put is guess what? Jared Goff won the game. His team won the game, and he played well in the game. So hats off to him. But it doesn't mean that it didn't feel a little bit contrived because, you know, I got to be at least honest to the audience <laughs> to say, you know what, that was a P.I. and they didn't call it. But that happens every year. Every, it happens every game. It happens. You know, uh, uh, plays are going to be missed. Yeah. Yes. And that was a play that was missed. And it was somewhat mission critical. But mm-hmm. I do think that uh, Jared Goff uh, played a game that – was winnable and he won it and and he deserved he deserves kudos kudos for that, for that. Mm-hmm. end of story now mm-hmm. the thing is is okay so now we have to say well now that the Detroit Lions have come over that hump will they have enough to advance you remember when I was talking about that momo that momentum mm. you know we might be seeing momentum um, especially because they don't have to play San Francisco, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I'm excited, but here yeah, the, they're playing with the winner of this Eagles no, uh, no, Buccaneers. No, 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 they're playing the Packers. No, no, no. Packers are playing 49ers. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. No, no. They're, yeah, so they're, they're playing, playing the winner of this. Right. So, so they have a, they have um a, a good road to sit over here and, and, and come they have, and, they, and, they and get, get to the championship. Game. Well, they're going to host this game, correct? And then um you know let's see what happens in the championship round. But I think this is great for Detroit. I'm super excited. Everybody talks about the coach, which I love. I just yeah, Dan Campbell. I, I love Dan he's, Campbell. He's, I love he's, it. He's a good his coach. Authenticity. I love his his trueness. Um, I, I love his his belief in his players. I love the team that he mm-hmm. uh, that, that that he brought to this uh, to the team in terms of his um his, his coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in terms of Ben Johnson. Yep. And I can't think of the. DC's uh that's caught a lot of hell, but his um his this defense has been improved from last year. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it is kind of what is is, is propelled him. Yes. But uh, most importantly, I want to sit over here and give a shout out to the general manager that most people don't realize is a general manager that they have in Detroit was the assistant general manager from the Rams. Mm. And so posted on See, IG. I didn't know that. Uh, in our reels, yeah. I, I oh, you, oh yeah, yeah. You, you do and, your homework. Yeah, I do my homework. Well, I've been following for a long time, and, and and he was the one that that convinced the Rams to get Jared Goff, and so for him it was a no brainer to ensure that he brought Jared Goff there because he believed in him. Mm. And Jared Goff at the end of the game, not, not just Jared Goff, all of us, all we need is that somebody believe in us. Mm-hmm. And so the GM believed in Jared Goff, brought him to Detroit. He had a rough first season. Said, hey, yeah, know, he, 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 growing he corrected pains, it even in that he, season. He corrected that season. He had a decent, right? He had a great end of uh, that end season. Of the year, yeah. uh, three years ago, last year had uh, a, a solid, and then took it up to the next level. And so to, to see the uh, the reciprocity, to see yeah, the, just, the, just the, the fruits back of their labor unequivocally the fruits, to get to this belief. point, and then you know the the castaway quarterback. The, the GM that was the assistant GM to mm-hmm. beat his old boss, Les Snee, which I'm sure he loves yeah. and appreciates. Yeah. I and there's a great video after the game of him just screaming like a player, like, let's motherfucking go. Yeah. I, I absolutely love you know unbridled because you put so much into this yes. to win. I agree. Look, the league is moved into a realm of the most effective quarterbacks are mobile in nature, and Jared Goff is a traditional pocket passer. Correct. And so he is a going against the the trend mm-hmm. because he's a traditional pocket passer. So it's almost like he's the last bastion mm-hmm. of the Tom Brady-esque type of dude mm-hmm. to where it's like, you know what? I can get the ball away in 3.5 seconds if you just – Give me a clean pocket. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They are proving that that works and with a solid running game. And they have two formidable running backs and they're working it. And he has the chance to say that that formula can still work. Mm-hmm. And so for the sake of golf, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. And I've, I think that they have a real, Chance that they will have a victory if they can get to the conference finals. If they can get to the NFC championship game, they will have already won by what most people's standards are for their season. 
if they get to the Super well, Bowl. I, I think that's when you got to get greedy because you got to assume that, that if they get to the conference finals, they're going to be playing San Francisco, and then you got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And they have a team that's comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, not as strong defensively in terms of the components that are there. Yeah, they're, they're, but they're all, okay defensively. But, right, but offensively, um, obviously not quite as dynamic. You know, no, you got St. Brown is a monster. St. Brown's a monster, Reynolds but you got Laporta, Laporta, who's Laporta. somewhat injured, but surprisingly Laporta came back. That almost killed me. Game. I didn't think Laporta was going to play, and, and that well. almost killed me in terms and of my DFS. And they got Montgomery. And they got Gibbs. They got, they got, the, they got the Gibbs. They got, they you know, got, they got they a great got two-headed monster. Yeah. You know, they got uh, Williamson from Alabama that's a speedster. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Reynolds, which is the old veteran, but what's unique and, and special, I forgot he played for the Rams too. Mm-hmm. And so that was a revenge game for him. It so was. they had, they, it was almost like they were out to prove something they both were. them too. And I, and I should have played Reynolds instead of playing yeah, me too. for I the Packers. Oh, that hurt me. Just <laughs> pissed me off. But, but so I, I would have actually won thousands of dollars I if know. I would have played him instead we, of we, 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 we can't cover spill milk. milk. Right, right. But what, what I'm saying is, is that they have a team. That isn't quite as um, dynamic as San Francisco, no. But but can definitely play on the same field with them, and mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and when, when you get to the championship, it's only a one game tourney. Correct. It's one, it's one game. It's kind of like the end season tournament in the NBA. You got one game to sit over here, ball or fall, and anything can happen in those one game type yes. of situations. And, and, and look, let's just be real. Uh, there, there's a couple injuries in that have occurred in the um, 49ers secondary, mm-hmm. and you have dynamic skill position mm-hmm. players. So they can be had, mm-hmm. provided that you can handle the pass rush. And they have a, a offensive line that um, can can you know almost be locked up, if not be a little bit better. Actually, probably a little bit better than the San Francisco because you have Trent Williams in San Francisco offensive line, but that's about yeah, it. Man. Where the offensive line for the uh, for for the, for, for, for the, the Lions for the Lions yeah, is across the board. So you understand. So when you talk about those trenches. Um, them having the plus, they can be a team that can mess around, fuck around, and get into the Super Bowl. And how exciting would that be from an NFL be. perspective? You know, a team. And and again, we would have to sit over here and give the kudos to the general manager. I know you got the yeah. coach that we everybody loves and all that, but the general manager put this team together when he was hired. He said this is what he was going to do. This is what I love. Always saying what I'm going to do, and then going out there and doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, because then you. Have have to it, do it or it's, it's, it was a perfect be on your storm. Face. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. Look, Detroit is solid. They they advanced. They did what they needed to do. I do think that they they got a little bit of help. But the truth of the matter is, is they scored For, oh, yeah, well, the off the one puka it, off the one puka hole. But but we, let, we, for the sake of our Rams fans, <laughs> just, just so they can take this into the summer, that they can at least hold their hat on saying, you know what. Maybe we would have got that first down. Well, 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 we well, do that. Let me tell you what, what what our Rams fans have to take into account. Number one is you have a revigorated 
McVay. He said this after the game, that this group of players revigorated him because he was almost burnt out, ready to walk away from the game. And then he, he, he remembered why he coached in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's about developing the players, you know. And he did and, and when When they don't have a name. It's one thing when they have a name. It's cool and sexy. It's nothing when you don't. And, and you just yeah, got to be excited. excited. You just found grinders yeah. that, that want to do it, that want to sit over and run through a brick wall for you. So, yes. um, McVeigh reinvigorated. Cooper Cup is a stone cold mystery. He's done. His body has let him go. No, no, no. He's no. done. Luca no. is the new man. Cooper Cup is out of here. No. For those of you who play fantasy, go and pick up Puka. No, if I'm you pick Cooper Cup in the first round, hey, I hope I play you. No, either. no. Th- listen. You, what people, uh, and you need to say this to <laughs> Because the you had Cup. <laughs> no, but you need to say this. It's, it's, it's a real thing. Cooper Cup was playing with a high ankle sprain. So high ankle sprains are different than regular ankle sprains. He's been playing with a whole lot. Yeah, I understand. He's been playing with a whole lot of shit. His body can't hold up to the game no more. High ankle sprains linger longer and they and it, it helps it, it limits their mobility. But thing that are you is, picking up Cooper Cup before Puka next year? I, I think that they're probably even. I'm asking you, uh, you have Cooper Cup and Puka. You're looking at it. I'm saying, are you picking up Cooper Cup in the first round? But, but, but I would not be upset about Cooper Cup because I think. On the fourth round? Okay. No, 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 no. But, you know, you're asking me if I'm going to pick up one or the other. I'm I'm picking the younger guy. Yeah, I'm picking Puka. So I'm going to put you on front street like that. All I'm just saying is my point is. But Cup is not done. But but, but what what I'm saying is, is that. Our, our audience has to know is that Cooper Cup, as we thought he was, because I played him this week, saying maybe Cooper got a little bit of the juice of the. No, he doesn't. He's been injured all we year. We can't though. play him. We can't pick him. We can't play him like we used to from a year or two ago. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he. What you're saying is he's not going to have this Herculean, um, uh, ridiculous stat line. He's that like he Hopkins. Did. He, he, he's in the same bucket as Hopkins. The, the, and, and, but he, he has a quarterback who has, he has a good relationship with. And so and when he's healthy, he's going the to be formidable. And got beat up in this game as Everybody well. gets beat up in the league. So it's just about will but he no. beat up next year? Uh, he, hit, he hit his finger, cut his finger up, and then he had it patched up. I was like, oh. Man, they patched it up real quick. No, that was a whole nother wound. Oh, Stafford, like, he he keeps on chugging, but but at the end of the day, Stafford has to say, I made a whole lot of money. After next year, he got to walk away. Like, why put your body through it? You're spending time with them beautiful daughters that he had, his beautiful wife that supports him. Like, go spend time with your family. It's all right. Uh, Look. I know you're saying that because he won the Super Bowl, and so that's he's got the quote unquote quiver in his cap. But the only thing that I can say is is that Stafford showed me a lot of grit this year that I didn't necessarily think that he had in him. But all those years of being marginal, he was a quarterback who is a traditional pocket passing quarterback that is willing to take smacks a la kind of like Brett Favre like old school yeah. he, it, it was very Brett Favre like the way he did it and he did it and he delivered the ball on but I don't want to see him continuously taking that beating but it was it was a beautiful thing to see so it made you feel encouraged that if you give him a little bit more help he could be scary well yeah 
I don't think they can bet on another fifth-round wide receiver to do it. But at the end of the day, they found Puka. Kudos to Les Snead. Kudos to um, uh, to the head coach. You give him a little more Kudos defense. to the whole overall team. A little bit more Kyle defense. Got but, but remember, they, they, they cycled through having to get rid of all these high-end players, taking those charge-offs. You know, it's going to take a year or two to get through that. And, you know, this is not a team that's going to be able to be set up quickly. Mm. It's going to take a couple years no, to set I, up. I, I, and so I, now you're talking about asking a 38-year-old once the team is all set up and after getting beat up. I think the Rams are playing with house money, though, because it, they, this was the year to where they were supposed to be nobody, and they took a bunch of third-round draft picks and turned them Third, into fourth, fifth, yeah. sixth, seventh. And they yes. turned them into undrafted a free team. They had more undrafted free. They had 20-something undrafted free agents on this team. And that is thank crazy. You, and thank you. That's but, what but, I'm saying. But, but, but you don't want somebody, a, a, a person, that a quarterback that is given so much they have to continue to give that much. At that I don't age. think. I think that that this off season that they will be. Are able, they winning a Super Bowl anytime soon? They could. They, they legitimately swear to God, they really could. It's just about the maturation of the young guys from this level to the next. They have a head coach that has proven development, so they have developed to a level. And if they get a couple but free that, agents, that's to come a along. slap in the face to San Francisco. It's a slap in the face to the Cowboys when they get Belichick or whatever top level quarter eh. culture they get. It's a, it's a slap in the face eh. to the Lions. I'll take Stafford over Belichick. I'll take Stafford over the Packers and to Young Love, who's a monster. But, you know, just to sum it all up, the Rams have a have a. I wouldn't say a promising future. I wouldn't say a bright future, but they have a future that has some illumination they there. Be, they have a future. Um, but I still am so excited for the Lions. I think I think this is much more of um, uh, a minimum performance. I expect the same type of result next year, I got if not greater. Um, but super excited from where they're going. But you know, with two games left. Oh, you know, from over the weekend, let, let's hurry and get through them because, you know. Yeah, we, we just got we, we, we we so deep, deep and we're, yeah, getting, we're getting deep and long deep. on it. And, and, and just because this game is so great. Yeah. But, but, but when you have an opportunity to talk about the Browns, who is all ballyhooed, and, and, and I love the team in terms of what they've put together, but they had to deal with a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. This is the only team in history that lost uh, their, their, their quarterback. Lost their number one running back, lost their left and right tackle, um, and still made it to the playoffs. Yes, kudos. And, and, and sitting on playing in the playoffs with 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 backups in each one of those positions, and their number one wide receiver playing hampered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so everybody's kind of killing the Browns for losing it, but more giving kudos and love to the Texans. And the reality is, is um, you know. The Texans fell into, luckily, because if they had had the first pick versus the second, they would have messed around and got the, 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 the little man mm-hmm. um, um, out of Charlotte. Uh, what, what's his name? Um, the quarterback. Young, of, uh, uh, yeah, Young. Yeah. They would have got Young instead of taking C.J. Stroud. But the reality is, is it's so funny how fate has it, how destiny mm-hmm. has it. And set over here, and, and Stroud goes there, and the, you you couple Stroud, not with the weak court, uh, coach that the the Panthers brought in, but you couple Stroud with D'Amico Ryan's, an individual that 
everybody knew whoever met him, whoever touched him, that he was going to be something special. Right. And, and, and you see that that manifests itself uh, with a yes. team that was also injured. And so he brought a, a defensive level of intensity. He brought in a, a great offensive coordinator from San Francisco um, who was analytically driven with Bobby Slowick. And you put all that together and you have a team that was um, – they were just, that was the fourth seed yeah. that came out here and beat a a more, uh, what people perceived as a more dominant fifth seed. Yes, and sat over and got him up out. I, I would say the people who put Vegas tickets on on the Houston Texans are probably really excited right mm-hmm. now because C.J. Stroud just looks like the real deal. Not looks like. I think we've gone past a look like when we're 17, 18 games in. I think we know he's something special. He's a la, a la Mahomes. Yeah. He's a la one of the very best uh, okay. quarterbacks. I, did I just say yeah to Mahomes? Yes. Oh, God. He's a la. You know, I, I think he's I a little right. bit better than Love, but I think Love is also right there in that mix of that new crop of quarterbacks that's going to change the game over the next uh, decade. We're going to move away from the Staffords and from the Golfs and move into uh, quarterbacks that not only can, can, can play that role of being pocket quarterbacks like all three of those, but also have the mobility, the athleticism, and the agility to sit over and do some special things. Yes, the 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 thing that is the most dynamic about the quarterback position is if you know when it's time to run and you know when it's time to pass, and that is probably the most difficult um, decision that a quarterback has to make. Mm-hmm. And C.J. Stroud seems to ace that test Every single solitary time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, your whole tractor trailer analogy, he is the he tractor. He is a tractor. He is a tractor. Yes. Okay. I need to say it with my uh, King's uh, English. I had to say it with my chest. He's a tractor. Special. He, he understands. Mm-hmm. Look, and he's not even playing with Tank Dale, which is, I think, was arguably uh, maybe. It, 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 whether people want to say he was his number one receiver, I think he had. I think he had two number one receivers. He was his. He it, it was. He was, it was just Collins. It was Collins long. It was Tank short, and which is great when you have a one A one B one long one short. That's phenomenal. Well, both of them could do Correct. some social, and and let's not forget, it wasn't the uh, the gurus in the front office that sat over him and picked up Tank Dale. He actually asked the team after he got drafted. The pick tank Dell because he saw something, something special in him. And so, you know, kudos to that leadership team that sit over here and had the wherewithal to listen to him mm-hmm. and to sit over and pick them in an advantageous round that they felt that they had nothing to lose, everything to gain, and was smart enough to listen to a quarterback yep. who was going to be the leader of their team, but recognize that he had the eye. Yep. Um, to do yep. It. And, and so, <laughs> and so super excited for this Texas team, super excited for D'Amico Ryan's. I, um, I would not. I, I. Here's what's crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if they messed around and beat the Ravens. Not because the Ravens either. are inept. Not because uh, Lamar Jackson is going to shit the bed or give up the booty cheeks. I think that they have the opportunity to beat them solely based off of Stroud is that good. And I'm telling you, it's Mahomes, 
Stroud, and eventually, I think by the end of next year, we're going to be talking about Love up there playing with him. But I think it's Mahomes Stroud as this next crop that's going to just absolutely do something special. And we all know that because uh, as great as Puka was, um, and as as everybody wants Puka to win Offensive Player of the Year, he's not going to rookie a Rookie of the Year. The reality is, his quarterback is king. And that this quarterback is one of the most special quarterbacks in terms of statistically speaking, in terms of what he's accomplished that we've ever seen in our lifetime or in, in the history of the NFL. I, I don't like to uh, assign lifetime to it because we have seen so many great quarterbacks. But the statistics sit over here and, and predicate that. Yeah, but the statistics are also skewed because you know what, they changed the rules. So the rules are in favor of quarterbacks right now. Mm-hmm. So quarterbacks sure. are, are yep. blossoming mm-hmm. because they've changed the rules. Mm-hmm. But I remember a time where you used to be able to knock a quarterback's entire I head saw, off. I saw Theismann's bone come out of his skin. Right. So, yeah. I remember seeing Joe Montana get it, it depleted. Uh, uh, more Joe Montana uh, retired after nine years because he couldn't take the beating anymore. So, Correct. Yeah. So, and they don't get that anymore. And, I and agree. Don't, so, so the, the, the rules have allowed good and made it more advantageous for great quarterbacks to, to be even greater. That, yes. that, and because again, we're in the fantasy football gambling world mm-hmm. and that's what it is. And we all know it. So that's fine. But even within that, you still have to be a guy who knows how to deliver a ball and knows how to deliver a ball under pressure mm-hmm. and do it consistently. And Stroud is that guy. Mm-hmm. He understands it. You can see he has a perfect pocket presence. I don't think maybe the last time that I've seen um, a, a guy that really understands that perfect cadence mm-hmm. is strangely is like Steve Young. So Steve Young with the quarter, uh, he was a quarterback who knew, okay, this is my time to run and roll out of the pocket. This is my time to be the pocket passer. And he did it in this like perfect Mm -hmm. cadence. Mm -hmm. And he, CJ Stroud reminds me a lot of Steve Young in just his ability to understand the moment of when to do it and when not to do it. And as a rookie, as a rookie. I will, I, I, will, I will tell you this. If we see a AFC championship game with Mahomes and Shroud, mm. I'm going to go bet Shroud, and this could be. Oh, you're going to go against your, your, with, your love? Which, <laughs> which shows you how quickly this league grows and that Stroud beats Mahomes. Oh my God! Now, can, can now, you say that again? Now, just so, just I, so that the I don't audience know that. And, I, and you saw I did it quietly. I didn't sit I didn't do it boisterously. I I don't proceed because I'm a huge, huge fan of Lamar. Okay. Just and I, 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 I think Lamar is great. But what I'm saying is Shroud. It's something we have never seen before. And whenever you have an opportunity to witness something you've never seen before, mm. it's something's afoot. The game is changing. The game is evolving on a level that we didn't even realize it was wow. going to evolve to. And so what I'm saying is I'm being uh, uh, a future prognosticator. A, a future prognosticator. I'm Negro Namas that 
that if he beats Lamar, we might be looking at the coronation and Mahomes has been passed by just like that. And, and that's fact, scary. And the fact that you, with all Because I only keep the 100. It, it, well, that's what you tell yourself. <laughs> but the fact that you would go against uh, your my homeboy love is, 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 is really is really admirable and astounding, quite frankly. And, and we might not be able to see it this year because, like we said, he's a little bit depleted offensively. Um, that defense is not as quite robust. As it needs to be to get to that but level. Demetrius Lyons has the potential to. Have well, he has the leadership ability. Up. He has the the, the and the, their defense coordinator. The, 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 the resume. He has the credentials to get them there. Agreed. They need the players, and we forget what this team was doing the previous two years, where um, this team was sitting over here just taking. Um, um, undrafted free agents are taking free agents off the street. Yeah, the Texans and, have and, come and, along. And so, so, so my point is, is that this team isn't based off of talent. It's based off of um, inspired individuals. And so what we need to sit over and focus on is what will this team be mm-hmm. as it continues to add real talent to the team. You know, the, the interesting thing is, is that all players make their name in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The thing that separates good players, Pro Bowl players from Hall of Famers mm-hmm. is the playoffs. Can you do it in the most high leverage moment possible? And guess what? All of these guys have a potential to do that, and so that's what makes it exciting. But even the guy who's like the the third string practice squad can make a whole career if he does it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's all about and we've how seen people you that were starters that booty cheeked in the playoffs. Yeah, of course, like that. You remember the Packers and the dude that didn't catch the ball on the how outside? About, how about Dak Prescott? We just on Dak Prescott, uh, you know, like uh, choke, you know, choke yeah, the, the, you know, the, 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 the saying those pressure bus pipes. And, and Shroud just seems completely oblivious. That's what one of his superpowers is. He's oblivious to pressure. To the pressure. To the pressure. So, you know, we can't count him out. Um, I'm super excited. I, I can't wait to see a healthy Deshaun next year mm-hmm. with the Browns. Me and, too. And, I think, and, I think and he with, with all the somebody. people that are injured. What's the running back's name? I had him on my fantasy team. I, um, I, I I can't remember that either because we've been we're by five yeah, drunk, yeah, yeah, what, what we already know. Yeah, uh, that, but, but 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 he should be back. I I just can't wait. And they need they need to do a little bit more on that team in terms of getting some more offensive firepower for Deshaun. But I look forward to seeing this team back in the playoffs in terms of the Browns the, next year. The with Browns Deshaun will be formidable. And Deshaun, you know, they had they caught a couple of pictures of Deshaun looking at C.J. Shroud. Have you seen those also? Oh, just salty, like upset man, like you know. And and at the end of the day, is and good. Put that fire into your booty. Understand this young is young bucks. What is required out here for you? And and, and let's get it cracking. But but I will tell you this: is that the NFL is not in any time in our lifetime going to be depleted of talent. No, no. As no, ruthless no. as we, this we, game we, is. They're, they're robust. 
with all of the offensive skill positions and, and defense. And as harsh as this game is on, on people's bodies and people, you know, the the California agreed. starters are going to sit over and set up to where kids under 12 can't play tackle football. Hey, let me tell you something. No, Kansas no. is getting paid $100 million. No, no, no. It's going it's to be, it's gonna be people that want this and want it bad and are going to continue to do it, and they're right. going to continue to see talent for as long as you and I walk this earth. So okay. that's what I am excited about. I got 30-plus more years. So what, what game are we missing? Because I, I think that we we, we have uh, gone through most of the games, but I think what are we missing? Are we missing Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh uh, we, Buccaneers? We got, Is that, we, uh, got, uh, we got the Pittsburgh. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. Pittsburgh um uh, Bills, the Pittsburgh Bills, and, and then Buccaneers, Eagles. That those are those are the two that we are missing, right? Right. So, so you know, Buccaneers, Eagles are playing now. We're gonna just quickly touch on that at the end. But, but, but at the end of the day, we had the opportunity to watch today um, Pittsburgh, which was a team that shouldn't have even made the playoffs. You're talking about they're the third team from the very strongest division in all of football. Uh, make the playoffs in the seventh seed mm-hmm. uh, that played the Bills. Tomlin um, did a, a, fun, a phenomenal job to even get him You there. know, it's so funny. Tomlin's done a phenomenal job, but you still have haters that are still questioning um, his ability to maintain in that role, which absolutely disgusts me. You have a coach that's gone 17 years, that's never missed, uh, uh, that's never had a losing season, that's been to the Super Bowl twice, won a Super Bowl. He goes into this game um, with his third-string quarterback as a starting quarterback. You know, it's so funny when the Browns sit over here and shuffle through uh, quarterbacks because their their first-string quarterback gets hurt. Um, that quarter that coach is sitting over held as should be a a coach of the year candidate. But but Tomlinson being on his third-string quarterback going into the uh, playoffs, um, his job should be in jeopardy. Well, uh, you and, know what? And losing his, losing his very best player. In terms of JJ Watts not being available TJ, for the playoffs, TJ, TJ, but yes. TJ Watts not being available for for, for the for uh, the for playoffs. playoffs. But you want to sit over playoffs if, if this man should sit <laughs> over here and and be the coach. The 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 amount of disrespect that 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 this man has to go un, through. Un, un, it he, is he should sit over here and lead. All I would simply say is I think Tomlinson's. Uh, Let's say career and job security is safe with the Steelers. And to respect the fact that this is a man that has never been under 500, that has taken a team to multiple Super Bowls, won one, and has and, and had to sit over here and play with a limited uh, group of talent. That's why they let go of their previous GM and brought in a new GM because that previous GM couldn't do the deal anymore. Mm hmm. So if you give Tomlinson a, let's say, a better than serviceable quarterback, he will thrive. And the the quarterback that was drafted by the previous GM right before he left wasn't that. The dude's not that. So, yeah, so granted, Pickett, his... Stone cold. he's, He's not delivered. No. However, what I think Tomlinson... Has just delivered, and it, mm-hmm. he's he has made his stamp very abundantly clear. Because I think most people would say that the Steelers 
shouldn't even have been in the playoffs. They shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Right. So, so, so I think that any people that want to criticize him are just fodder because they're just haters. Yes, but, but, but. Every successful team has haters, and he that's has, fine. But he but, but the haters, haters so, so don't what? don't be the majority of the of the fan base mm-hmm. when you have a a coach that's got them to the playoffs. Yeah, you know the the one thing that I think owners this is very interesting about owners overall that I think that they probably are are maybe first realizing is that if they if I want to shine my ring and floss in front of you as co-owners at the brunch that we have (laughs) guess what i need to be a winner and the only way that i can get a winner is i need to have a leader of men in the locker room Mm -hmm. so let's talk about this buccaneers eagles game baker is up in in this team uh and again when you have a team like the Eagles that just went to the Super Bowl last year that is playing this way again. Everybody's going to try to heap the blame on, on Hertz, who was playing injured the entire season, who broke his finger in the 18th game of the, or the 18th week of the season, 17th game of the season. They're going to try to blame it all on him. But the reality is, is this leadership when you see in a team on this level unfolding like this, they imploded. You, you can't blame the quarterback. For a team imploding, you have to blame the coach. That after the coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have gotten this team to the to winning their division two years in a row, and now the reports are that if he doesn't win this game, he's going to lose his job. And even if he wins this game, there's still a good chance that he loses his job. Things of that nature, when you when you when you look at things of this deal. We have to understand that this doesn't ever be Look, brought about by anybody we, we've, else. We've, we've said it a couple of times through the course of the season. Um, the thing is, is that it's not fair, but fair is where they judge pigs, right? Well, well here's so, what twist is. This is the game. Football me. is predicated upon a game to have mano-a-mano. Your records and your stats should mean something. Yeah, but allow me to just say Please. this. The reality about the Buccaneers thing is, you know what? It's not fair. And I think that the Buccaneers coach is deserving to not have his head coaching position come into question for what you just think. He's been the division leader now was like two, two years in a row. Uh, and they did beat the Eagles. But the thing is, is that when you throw out sexy names like Belichick and Harbaugh, and you know who was other, the sexy name? The, 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 those are the reasons why it happened. Here, watch this. Remember this, and this is why I understand what you're saying. But this has happened before in history. If they do fire the coach for for the Buccaneers, I look forward for this team to sit over here and have another three to five years yeah, of failure. Yeah, so. With that being said, that's my diatribe for that. Okay, look. And I'm, a, I'm, all off and I'm coming in hot next week, so be ready. Oh, my goodness. Be ready. Well, look, man, we need you to go ahead and just call it a, a game then. I think we didn't de- dealt with We everybody. went deep, people. If you got any problems, get at me. 
I ain't hard to find. <laughs> you can get at me on Instagram. This man was on you fire can get today. at me on YouTube. You can sit over here and holler at me, and we can have a discourse. We can sit over here and have this discussion. Oh, look at you trying to use big words, discourse. We can have a discourse. We can, hey, we can, we can do that. Okay. But at um, the end of the day, is I'm all about true, real, right shit. And I'm going to call out the bullshit. And so with that being said, we got a whole lot of playoffs to come. I'm so excited. I will tell you this. I'm so excited to be where we're at now. I can remember at the beginning of the season when we launched this, this podcast of where we, what this would be like now. Yeah. We're, we're here. And, and having the opportunity to sit over here and we go through this playoffs with you. Love it, I thank bro. you. I appreciate you. Love it, bro. You've been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, shout out to our, uh, our our production and our director. Um, they they call it Camay. Camay is, is doing a phenomenal job, just making sure everything is straight. But um, we still got a couple more weeks of the end mm-hmm. of the season, and just a little uh, this little peek to all the audience. Uh, the XFL and USFL combined. They're now the UFL, and we will have UFL um, coverage. Oh, look at you with your teaser. It's a little bit of a teaser. UFL, um, to Mm. keep this football game going because football is a phenomenal sport. We love it, and we're going to sit over here and ride it all the way out. So the UFL is coming. Appreciate all of you. Um, Church on the moon. Church on the moon. I'm obviously feeling good. Bang, bang. Like, download, subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next week for week two of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's getting popping. It's 49ers! 40, uh, he's getting excited. Okay, see y'all soon. Church of the Moon. <laughs>